0: Tucker Franklin, SI.com, Arrowhead Report. Thanks for coming on tonight. And, Tucker, we are just a little over 24 hours away from the start of the NFL season. The Chiefs hosting the Houston Mm -hmm. Texans. So much excitement in the air. But first, before we get to that, you've been busy here the last few weeks. Getting more content out for Arrowhead Report, too, right?
1: Yeah, it's exciting. We started a daily Chiefs podcast. It's something that you don't see a whole lot with NFL teams, but this is a daily podcast called Roughing the Kicker. You just search that in wherever you like to find your podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and you can find all the places where this podcast is at if you go to smarturl.it backslash roughing, and you can just find it on your favorite podcast Provider And you can also listen to it right there. So we're, we're going to produce daily content. It's everything you love at ArrowheadReport.com. Just really in verbal form now. What's not to love?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get more chief stuff and especially this week. It feels mm-hmm. weird because it didn't, it didn't sneak up on us. We've all been waiting for this day but without the preseason, without anything really to get us ready. Here it is. I mean, Chiefs texas season opener. I think for a lot of us, we didn't know if we'd get here, but thankfully we did. We've gotten to week right. one with the Chiefs hosting. Um, pretty broad opening question for you here, but what are your overall thoughts heading
1: into you know tomorrow night's game? Excitement is the big thought and the big feeling that I have. Uh, you can't help but be excited about this Chiefs team, who's. Starter, there are two opt outs that they the three that they have, but the two of the starters with Damian Williams and LDT. Um... So you can't help but be excited about all the points that are going to be put up on the board. I know that Deshaun Watson and the Texans offense will put up a ton of points on the board as well. So it's going to be a really exciting opening game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm just, you know, to say it again, I'm just excited for there to be football to be back. And admittedly, I was kind of a pessimist when it came to, you know, will there be football, will there not be football? But I was really just trying to hedge my excitement. So when it did happen, I'd just be that much more excited.
0: And we go back to... Let's go back to last Saturday and Sunday when the Chiefs had to make the, the cuts down to 53. Um, a little bit different this year, and Coach Reed talked about it and Brett Veach talked about it. No preseason game. It's harder to figure out who to let go, who to keep. Mm-hmm. One guy that stood out, I think, to a lot of people, is Breland speaks the second-round pick in 2018, and Veach talked about it, that, you know, he, he yeah, had the injury. Yeah. He came in out of shape a year ago, but he got himself back into shape and everything just didn't work out, though, for
1: him. Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting, too. Uh, This was really kind of his year that he probably could have benefited really well from a good preseason. He came into camp in shape, but I think he was just outplayed by Damone Harris and Taco Charlton. And you even saw Trishawn Horton, while he doesn't play the same position, he plays the interior defensive line, make the roster, which I think – probably mightily impacted with Breland Speaks staying or not. Uh, the reports are Trishon Horton was just so good, they didn't want someone to take him off of the practice squad, which, I mean, that's exciting to see. He'll more, more than likely be on the practice squad, once Mike Pinnell comes back, because the Chiefs only signed 15 to 16 practice squad guys, and Mike Pinnell was only suspended for the first two games of the season. So it, it, is, it is interesting that Breland Speaks went, because you think that the team would side with experience rather than inexperience in the system, but defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo said that Taco's experience around the league has really enabled him to catch on with the chiefs are doing there in Kansas city. And and I'm excited. Taco really hasn't had a fair shake in the league. I don't think yet. And this is going to be his first real good opportunity.
0: You look at the other part of the 53 man roster cut downs, Matt Moore. I mean, it was Henny or Moore basically at that point and more still there on the practice squad. Um, other than that, Maybe DeAndre Washington being now on the 53, but really no
1: other surprises on that. Were there any to you? No, I don't think so. I think I would have said DeAndre Washington because I would have expected them to take four running backs into camp instead of three. But you have to remember the Chiefs take a fullback into camp or into uh, the season as well, and he basically serves as your fourth running back. I, I forget about Anthony Sherman sometimes. But I think sometimes defenses do too, and he benefits off of that. So I, the other one that you mentioned, I, I can't remember who, who you said for the, for the other one.
0: Uh, Matt Moore was the other one.
1: Matt Moore, yeah. I, I think that a lot of people, uh, Chiefs fans I've seen online, talk about, well, Matt Moore was better than Chad Henney. I think that if Henney was healthy, this is all speculation at this point, of course, we don't know. I think if Henney was healthy when during Mahomes' injury, we probably would have seen Henney in that situation. But since Matt Moore did play well, and they want to keep Matt Moore, I think he's more the quote-unquote quarantine quarterback. I know Andy Reid said they weren't going to do it, but they're keeping him on the practice squad just in case if something were to happen, God forbid, to Patrick Mahomes, they'll have, they will have Matt Moore there. So I, I don't think it's a too big of a deal. He's still with the team. I think people wanted to make a big bigger deal out of it than it really was.
0: You bring up DeAndre Washington and not, not carrying the fourth running back. How much does that say that there is trust, there is faith in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Because you have Darwin Thompson, you have Darrell Williams. You don't have Damian Williams, but it's all on this rookie running back that obviously they were high on, and they talked him up. He wasn't one of the guys you really thought was a bit of the first running back off the board, but he was. He fits the Chiefs system. What does this say about what Brett Veach, Andy Reid, even Patrick Mahomes thinks of this rookie running back?
1: Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up, because on today's Roofing the Kicker, I actually talk about the rookie expectations and how Clyde Edwards-Hilaire expectations are – uh, really more short-term than everyone else in the draft classes are. If you look at everyone else in the draft class, they're more long-term game picks. Well, Willie Gay will probably see the field a decent amount this season. Probably LeJerry Sneed will see it a decent amount, at least in these first four games with Brashad Breeland out. Um, they're both more long-game picks. But with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, it was the win-now pick. And Brett Veach has even said, hey, this was the best guy available in the draft. He can impact our offense now. And I think that's interesting. Because they do have a lot of confidence in Clyde, but they also have a lot of confidence in Darwin Thompson too. Washington as that number three, not him. Darryl a lot of people like to call him. They got confidence in him too. I, I think it's exciting, really. This running back core, I think, might be the most underrated part of this team because I the Chiefs have so much confidence in them.
0: I think it's all- it- we probably be mistaken if we don't talk about Patrick Mahomes at this point. <laughs> Yeah. He doesn't have. I say this thinking that every year we've always waited that, you know, the Chiefs quarterback or someone has something to prove. He's already won the MVP, mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP. He's won the Super Bowl. He's got his contract. What do you expect out of Patrick Mahomes this year? Because that resume, although it's not technically Hall of Fame caliber yet, he needs a couple more years. He's done about everything you can do in the NFL, yeah. and he's still, what, 25? I don't know
1: if he's even 25 quite yet, but – No. I mean, what is the expectations for him this year? Yeah, that's – I mean, that's funny you bring that up, too, because uh, defense, or offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy was asked a question like, you know – Do you just you get surprised by Patrick Mahomes anymore, or is it just you know same old same old every day? And he says, "Man, Patrick surprises me every day. Uh, He's got a great work ethic, great attitude. Always comes in, takes accountability, and that's exciting. If you if you're a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs and you hear that your quarterback is taking accountability, always wanting to be better, it's it's just music to your ears." And when it comes to the Hall of Fame thing, I think it's funny that people are already having this debate in his third season. And they were talking about, I remember this offseason, they were saying, you know, will he make the Hall of Fame if he retires right now? And that's an insane conversation to have <laughs> with think it's, a fourth-year player. I think it's one player. that you could have. I think, I think it's you no, it very of- is. And I think that, I think, I think you, you make a very good point. And if you look at his resume, it is hall of fame worthy already really he just needs a few more years which is crazy to talk about a Kansas City Chiefs quarterback who in his fourth year is already in the conversation for the hall of fame if he retires right now and I I it just blows me away that Uh, We're spoiled with riches in Kansas City to have a quarterback like this. And I I think Patrick Mahomes will motivate himself to be better. I think he wants more than one Super Bowl trophy and one Super Bowl MVP. He might go for the Jordan, the three and three. So who knows? I think that that he's a guy who loves to win, and I think we're going to see a little bit more of it in Kansas City.
0: For fun here, that way no one thinks we're taking this too serious at this point. If you had to choose right now and take out – the, you know, the region bias and Kansas City bias. You have a guy who's home for 50 touchdowns in the season, 5,000 yards, MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and Super Bowl champion. Is he a Hall of Famer right now? And you take out all the bias?
1: I, I think, I think, yeah, you'd have to say so. I, I, it's just. It's
0: close because it,
1: anybody else. It is. Who-
0: it's because he in such a short amount of time, too, is the problem. I think that's the problem. He's only been in the league a couple of years, and he's done all yeah. of this right here.
1: Totally agree with you. I, I think that that's the only argument, though. I think the only argument against him is the short amount of time because his numbers are really good. You know, it's, that's just, it's just the time is just the working against him. So I, it's, it's just crazy to have this conversation right now, and I think it's, I think it's awesome.
0: Took a couple more questions. I'll get you out of here. Let's look at the NFL right now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the Chiefs in Baltimore, I think, in the the AFC. I mean, Lamar Jackson, he's coming off the MVP season. How clear-cut are the Chiefs being the best team this year and how close do you think Baltimore is to them?
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I don't know how close Baltimore is necessarily. The Chiefs are betting Vegas odds favorites to win the whole thing. Um, As a Chiefs fan, you look at the teams, you look at the squads. I don't know how close it is, but it's probably closer than we really think it is as fans and as analysts. I think that the Ravens are a good football team. They will find a way to win. They haven't had the playoff success, but I think that'll come. Lamar Jackson's still young, still a young quarterback. Very good quarterback. Yes, he is a quarterback. I know we've had to go through this conversation if he's a running back or a quarterback. He is a quarterback. He's proved he can play well, and he'll prove he can play well in the playoffs. I'm just excited to see that matchup. That would be such a good game. All right, Tucker, give me one second. I'm going to put you on the spot here
0: because I did not warn you about this question, and it kind of okay. came to as we were talking. I'm going to go through every Chiefs game. You just tell me, gut answer, win-lose for the season. And hopefully our math can uh, keep up with us and remember exactly how many you said for each. All right, opening night, Chiefs-Texans.
1: Yeah. Win. At Los Angeles. That's a win. At Baltimore. I think that's a lose. Home against New England? I'll take a win.
0: So, three and one through the first four weeks then, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Home against the Raiders. I'll take a win. This is the next one here where I think this is probably a, a loss just because of how good Buffalo is, but also
1: this is that quick turnaround game
0: yes. at, at Buffalo.
1: I'm still going to say a win here. Um because, but you're right, this is, a, this is a trap game in all of its definitions, short turnaround. I, I can't remember who they have next, but I think it's a very good opponent after them. Um, uh, I, I think that they do end up pulling this game out, but it is a de- definitely a tough scenario, and especially in Buffalo. So you have them
0: at 5-1, 10 days to prepare for the Broncos. Yeah, that's a, that's a win. Yep. So 6-1, home against the Jets. I, I'm going to take a win on that one as well home against Carolina. Probably a win, yeah. So what, is, what are we up to now? 3-1, 4-1, 5-1, 6-1, 7-1, 8-1, 9-1. And then they have two weeks to prepare for the Raiders in Las Vegas.
1: Yeah, I, I think that Andy Reid is too good, you know, off of the buy, number one. And number two, he's just really good against divisional teams. So I'm going to take a win there. It's also a primetime game, too. So only one loss so far. They have a full week here, but they have to go
0: to Tampa Bay. And I think Tampa Bay is the wild card because yeah. they have the names, they have talent, but is it going to be put together?
1: I totally agree with you on that. And I, I, we could see this Tampa Bay experiment go totally right. We could also see it go totally wrong. But I will give the Chiefs a loss here just because of the situation in Tampa Bay and everything, um, give, give them a loss.
0: All right, five games left, two losses so far. Home against the Broncos. This is an early December game.
1: I'm gonna take a win. I look. Yeah, I'm gonna take a win just because of like I said earlier, Andrew is just so good against the division. At Miami. That's gonna be a win. I'm not very confident in the Dolphins. At New Orleans? In the dome? I think that that's probably I think that's probably a loss. New Orleans is a solid team. Um the Chiefs are also very solid, but that's that's at the Dome, in New Orleans, I think that that's probably going to be, be a loss. Last two for you, home against Atlanta, home against the Chargers. Take a pair of wins right there. I think I I like the Chiefs odds against those two teams. So if I have this right, you have them going with 13-3. and three. I think
0: you had three losses for, for them in this one, if I have this right. Yeah, I think so. Because Tampa,
1: the Ravens. Yeah, I think 13 and 3 is a realistic expectation of this Chiefs team. Tucker, final question for you here.
0: Um you look back at this Chiefs Texans yeah. game tomorrow night. Um s- s- number one, score outcome, two who's the player that makes the biggest difference tomorrow night?
1: Yeah, looking at it, I'm not very big on score predictions. Uh, I get it wrong. I know that I will. But I think it's probably going to be a high-scoring affair. I don't expect Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson to put up a 7-9 to nine game because that would just be ludicrous, especially after they both bring their large contracts out on the field. If they put up 9-7 and seven points, that would just be crazy. and uh, Just such a disappointing opening football game of the season. It would just be so frustrating. But I think it will probably be um, a 41 in favor of the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a barn burner. I think it's going to be a close game. And the player I think will make the most difference is going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They don't really know how to prepare for him. There's no film on him. There's been no preseason. I think the Chiefs have the upper hand on the offensive side of the ball with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the corner.